What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Queen. Thank you for coming back to A2 Anime. As always, I am with... I'm just Tony. What's up, y'all? What's going on? We're back like a bad habit. Yeah, we were gone for a minute. Tony got sick. <laughs> um, so um, we are back on it. And back in alive. Y'all thought we were going to be missing again, but psych. Psych! Uh, it has been very eventful. We haven't spoke to y'all in about a week. Has it, yeah, it's about a week. I think the last time y'all heard from us was Monday. Last Monday. It was last Monday. Um, a lot has happened. A lot has been going on for that whole time being. So we are going to kind of catch all up on the things that we have been seeing and the things that we have been wanting to talk about or we don't have these conversations from ourselves but didn't invite y'all in it again but we're invite y'all in it now um as like before we uh got into a lot of different topics if you haven't been here before hi we're a2 anime welcome um, welcome welcome um please uh share the podcast um we're on youtube plus also to all listening podcast platforms um under our name if you go on youtube we're under real a2 anime because there's too many imposters out there um or are we the imposter what do you call what, what do you call a fake noodle i don't know what impasta that was like a dad joke. <laughs> I'm gonna say you got a negative on that one, on my end, a one for me <laughs> on the pasta. But you know, I guess you know you'll find us on there. You'll see our little anime, you know, chibi characters and stuff like that there as well too um i know we mentioned before last time we were going to show ourselves but we'll have to do that next time um tony is still kind of sick and um being sick sucks yeah so we have to like accommodate with that so we're gonna bear him this time um as we mentioned beforehand in the last podcast we had wanted to talk about One Piece, but somebody didn't watch it. Because my Netflix plug. I'm not paying for Netflix. I don't like them that much. So somebody finally watched some of it. Not even some. It's like, what, a couple? Literally a couple, a pair, two, two episodes. I made it to the third episode. I got like one episode left, but I guess we can go ahead and give you our honest opinions on it. I, I didn't want to watch past the third episode. So, why? <sighs> I just didn't like it. What you didn't like about it? Remember how before I was saying real life translation 
mm-hmm. from anime just doesn't go well. Oh, this is one of those things. This translation is kind of, uh, it's not horrible. I actually think it's one of the better ones that have been done. I don't think it's the best anime adaptation I've seen, but it's among the better ones from the Netflix adaptation. So, uh, for starters, it's leagues, leagues, leagues above Death Note. Mm-hmm. And oh, for it's sure. Definitely better than the Cowboy Bebop adaptation. For sure. So, these characters are, I guess, kind of likable. Not terrible. I mean, Luffy's kind of annoying, but uh, it's Luffy. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, to see a real-life person stretch his arm over three, four yards is just uh, kind of cringy. And then mm. the whole buggy scene, that's his name, right, Buggy? Uh-huh. Yeah, Buggy. Cringe. Yeah, like, him dismembering himself, it just kind of looked too... CGI, which granted, yeah, it's going to be CGI because I don't mm-hmm. know anybody in real life that can do that, but yeah, mm, just it didn't resonate too well with me. Okay, that's fair. That's fair for me. I it was okay, I got all the way up to the seventh episode, so I didn't watch the last one. Because I think there's eight episodes in the whole series for the first mm-hmm. season. Um, I pretty much thought it was okay. Uh, I didn't like the fact that they kind of hopped through the story. So it's like certain parts are like supposed to be like further down the road of One Piece. And it's like y'all are, it's like y'all started from season one and hopped all the way to. to I mean, episode one to going all the way up to episode 300, kind of. So it's like, for me, I'm like curious about what's going to happen next. Or let's say, for instance, because they got approved for a second season. They sure did. Yeah, they did. So to me, it's like, if you keep getting approved and keep going on further, at this one spot, if you're following the anime, what's going? how are you going to flip it? Like, you can't just flip it <laughs> that's one um with the characters the characters were all right mm-hmm. luffy to me um was way too mature compared to the anime and um i felt like he was more worried about himself more than he was worried about you know that's being crazy. a good letter leader and stuff like that letter leader <laughs> Um, to his crew and stuff. So to me, it was very much so, um, what's the word? Not good with impersonating characters. Like the person who played Mm -hmm. Luffy was amazing. He was good. He was awesome and everything. But I felt um, like kind of what Tony said was like, it was always a piece of it missing. I just couldn't put my hand on it. It was kind of annoying me at the times. And then it was like the parts that he was 
talking was kind of like annoying because it's like I couldn't figure out that piece, <laughs> and hmm. I wish he was that. There piece. was one Not, piece missing. There right? was one piece missing exactly. Um, so I that's that's my opinion on it. If I had to give it a rating from one to five, I'll give it like a three. It's like okay. Yeah, agreed. And Zoro is one of my favorite people, and I don't really feel like he entirely captured who Zoro is. He's too no like, I felt like actor. Zoro was extremely rugged. Yeah, and this was this more guy, pretty boy. Th- yeah, this guy definitely comes off more pretty boy. Like I'm like I'm, I was yeah. all hype for Zora. I was like he's gonna be rugged, he's gonna be tough, he's gonna be rude, and he wasn't any of that. But my thing is, it was kind of like you kind of could tell from like the, even from like the what you call it, like the trailer. Man, I was waiting for the headband. I, I didn't see the headband. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it was a three for me. One out of five, three. Um, I think Nami's character is okay. My mom did not like her character. I guess she's okay. My my mom was like, it wasn't for her. Like, she wasn't it. She thinks that they didn't portray her as, like, the tough girl like she usually is. It was Mm. more. Like, they softened her up a little bit, she says. Mm. Which, I mean, I get it. Yeah, I, I get it. I saw it. Yeah, Bollywood, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, I saw it. But other than that, One Piece. Uh, would I felt like I need to watch it? No, I probably could have mm-hmm. went without watching it and just stick with the anime. Um, sure. Like I think it's nice that you know people who they are tried. One Piece fans. Oh, yeah, they tried. And then people who are One Piece fans, they have something to, you know, celebrate about that One Piece got a live action. But I could I could have went without seeing it for real, for real. Um, I'm curious of what they're going to do in second season because um, Choppy um, comes and... I wonder if they're going to either I'm pretty sure they're going to CGI him. Uh, They would have to. They would have to. If they don't, then... I mean, it's kind of hard to make a squirrel boy (laughs) like a real life person. Yeah, Chompy, I feel like you have to CGI him. But one of the things that I worry about is, are they going to CGI him correctly? Because they had that um, one I mean, if they can do what they did with Rocket Raccoon, but I mean, it has to fit into their budget, and I don't think they have a Rocket Raccoon budget for one piece. But that's what what I mean. It's like you're comparing Disney to... (laughs) Like, they have the money, and they have the people... Gonna um, come out looking like Howard the Duck. For for real, for real. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm curious how second season's gonna be. I'm just gonna probably watch it because, of course, my mom is a huge One Piece fan and she has to have something to talk to me about. Um, so One Piece is like 
that thing, that go-to for her. Um, mm-hmm. If you want my mom's opinion, my mom said it was boring at first and it got a little bit better for her, but she she still felt like it could have been done a lot better if it was under a different production. But apparently the creators of One Piece had a huge influence on the um, series. The actual, okay. So they think that is one of the reasons why it was better than how Cowboy Bebop went. And Death Note. But who knows? We'll see what happens in season two on it. Again, A2 Anime gave it a three. It's all right. Watch it at your own accord. And we am I gonna finish it? I'll finish it just to say I finished it, but it's it's better than Galaxy for Island. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. 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 And it's way better than Yuna. If you know, you know. Um so since we on anime. Wait, 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 has... wait, 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 wait. What what wait what, wait, what? what? Because I wasn't too fond of the one piece. Uh, live action adaptation. I'm gonna. I wanna give them live. Uh, live adaptations. That I actually love. Okay. What Are did you cool love? with that? Yeah. What, what Roni mentioned the beginning. Have you seen that? Yes. That was amazing. That okay. film was so well done. Okay. From start. To finish, it was almost a one to one ratio with the original Samurai X anime. Mm-hmm. The fighting was amazing, the acting was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like they transported me to that at what is it, the Meiji era? Yeah, like it was just phenomenal. So, kudos to Netflix for bringing out that dub. I'll give did, I'll give uh, Blade of the Immortal and uh, an honor. Did Netflix mention. did Netflix make that? Yeah, Netflix did make that. That is a Netflix film. Uh, Their second movie, say- on the other hand, don't just just skip that. Do yourself a favor, skip it, skip it, skip it. If if Netflix recommends that it was- to you. Thumbs down it. Don't even watch it, please. I'm begging. I you. thought it was a, a different studio, and they just put it on Netflix. Not. Pretty sure it was a Netflix original. Hmm. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I don't know. I just saw the big end in it. Hmm. Hmm. I have to double check that because I thought it was yeah. a, a production that they just placed it in there. But who knows? Because that was when did that one come out? That was a long. That was a while ago. Uh, two thousand twenty-one. Yeah. But yeah, that was. I love that movie. Hmm. Well, there you, you have it there first. Go watch yeah. it. Um, Rony Kenshin um, version. If you can catch you Blade want. of the Immortal, watch Blade of the Immortal too. I don't think I've seen that one. That um, one was that one was well done too. But it's um, anime kind of hangs on. Uh, it ends on a cliffhanger, so naturally the film ends on a cliffhanger. Mm. Uh, the, uh, the, the Amazon adaptation of Blade of the Immortal goes a little further in depth, but still mm-hmm. doesn't finish it. Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna let uh, Miss Queen. Don't say that. Transition us to the next thing. 
Don't call me Miss. That's so old. Hmm. Like, mm, mm, that felt weird. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, so anime talk. Uh, a lot of y'all have um, our A ones from day ones have been suggesting we bring back anime reviews, and I was kind of upset a little bit that we didn't give y'all any anime that we've watched or randomly watched. I thought I did. I could have swore I did. Um, We didn't do no review. Oh. We just suggested anime. Oh. If I suggested last thing, it's top tier. Um, And uh, the suggestion, I don't do we? I don't know if we suggested last last time because we got. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we suggested. Go back if we did, but um, there are more. Um, someone was like, we didn't do no review on at least an anime, and I was like, that's what y'all. I was like, that was the backlash, and they're like, mm. yeah, like. Y'all started off reviewing anime and y'all didn't review not one anime. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, um, hmm, huh, hmm, uh, hmm, hmm. Baby steps. Um, hmm. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, so I, uh, so we're gonna start that back today. Um, we have an anime that we both watched because. I personally don't remember him suggesting this anime to me, but I ended up watching it anyway on my own. Um, I, at least I don't think you did. You recommend it? Did you recommend a lot of animes? What What is it? What did I? What What is it? One hundred. Oh yeah, I definitely recommended that. I I I um. I, I, saw, I, saw, I saw the trailer. I was like, yeah, you got to watch this. I don't know what I, it's going to be about. It's going to be interesting now. I I was like, again, if y'all don't know, Tony recommends anime back to back and expects someone to watch it right then and there. And he forgets that people work. And he also, too, just because he has the luxury of taking, you know, his time watching things. And stuff, and he's constantly out of work because he's either sick or abused himself, prone to accidents. That I am. He could just sit at home and watch whatever he wants to watch. I have, I don't have that luxury. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> but Tony, do you want to explain it? Since you recommend it, you want to start? Okay, Zom One Hundred Bucket List of the Dead. Uh, probably one of my personal favorites to drop this year, new show wise. So it's about uh, a a guy who's working at a I wouldn't call it a dead end job, but it's a pretty it's a pretty high end job. But he's miserable and bored out of his line his mind, and he gave his soul to his company. So one day he's sitting down watching the news, and he finds out that there's a zombie outbreak. And so he, because there's a zombie outbreak, obviously he can't go to work anymore. So he's sitting there exploring the town, trying to figure out what to do with his life. And then he finally decides, you know what? 
I can't beat this forever. So I'm going to create a list of a hundred things I want to do before I become a zombie. And that's the whole show. That was such a PG uh, short film, short review. No, that that's an explanation. That's just that's that's a synopsis. That is the synopsis. It's no it's no more complex than that. That is all the show is about. Well, here's my say on it. So, the dude originally went into the job thinking it was going to be the best job ever because there's a lot of 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 um real life situations as in it can be relatable to your own life right it definitely it's kind of like teaching you a lesson this dude thought you know he wanted to have this high-paying job he thought he was going to go in it's going to be the best thing in his life he thought the benefit they told him all the benefits they literally sugarcoated everything and then at the end he realized it wasn't as it was working late spending most of his time at work sleeping at work and everything they go they they go over akira's job all in just the first episode and so they don't even really dwell on it too much i got i got i gotta i gotta put the you gotta you gotta feel it you gotta feel it right you sick and tired of this job all of a sudden you're just wishing for something to happen, right? You just want to quit, right? But you don't have the knowledge. All of a sudden, he ends up in a massacre and everything. And he realized breakthrough. He doesn't have to worry about shit. <laughs> mm. Nothing. Because everybody he works with is a damn zombie. No, not everybody. Not everybody. He do meet some friends along the way. But No, no, I'm I'm talking about his job. Not everybody. Not everybody. Yeah, I'm I, I was I was not uh, not everybody. People people are still around. But he started to realize that he get this whole break. He had you know how like when you at work and you don't have time to do anything around your house? anything he had three months worth of cleaning that he got done during a whole zombie it's like a relief it's like huh the relief of not having to work and now you just worry about yourself and now of course he has this bucket list that he wants to do before he gets eaten and along the way he meets some friends and stuff like that and you start focusing more on his dreams of what he should have been doing instead of worried about a damn job. Take this as a lesson. Watch the anime because it was a really, really good anime uh, and everything. 4.5 for me. Well, I'm not going to just give up my score. I'm going to talk about the animation. Oh, you want to go like back in the day how we used to do it. Okay. Fair. But, so I, I what I appreciate about this this show is when people die or there's blood, it's not just you're straight you're you're straight red, right? They have vibrant colors, so you'll see yellows mm-hmm. and greens and blues. So even though you you know that it's a gory scene, 
that add a colorful aspect to it to kind of brighten it up and kind of, I guess, make it a little bit more lively, although that the although the whole city is dead. Because, you know, your, your greens and your blues and your bright, bright, your bright, happy colors, right? Those those aren't seen in an apocalypse ever. I can't name a single apocalypse where you see those colors, but this apocalypse, they're they're sure to paint the city in different colors, and I do appreciate that about this show because I, I mean, you may I, I personally it, I kind of get tired of seeing blood everywhere, just the straight maroon red, mm. and I, I I like seeing the different splatter effects everywhere. Like, think it kind of pop makes the show pop a little bit more. It, it it's definitely different when it when it comes to that aspect. I think oh, the the animators of this anime really wanted to put in the simplicity of being able to take a horrible situation and make it something better. Mm-hmm. So, I think the mission was executed due to the fact that the coloring because it was like even though yeah you're in this whole um zombie invasion um over your city you still have this character that still sees the best in things and is just worried about only making sure that he follows his you know do his ten hundred hundred things that he wanna do. Yeah. So I think when you see him interacting with people and stuff like that, and then it's always like, I felt like what I recognized was like, when there is a sentimental scene, the coloring automatically gives you more relaxing tone. So it's like, even for you, you forget that it is, you know, zombies around and stuff like that until you interact with a zombie because I think even for the character he automatically forgets that at times too. And yeah, they, just there are the, a lot of times he forgets that he's in, yeah. the, in an apocalypse. So it's just like he's in the moment and I think that's with the coloring wise it plays off of the moments that he's in um, and everything. But at the I same personally... time they... go ahead. Don't mind. I was going to say, I personally don't mind lit, like if it's maroon or not maroon. I just, it's just the lessons within it that I really resonated mm. with. I, You forget about the blood once you deal with it. At the times, you're just hoping that he survived. For real, for real. But you want to say something? Yeah, I, I was going to say that even though they do paint the city in different colors, the blood, the, the red is still very much there. Mm-hmm. It's just not the only color on the screen, is what I was, I was saying. It's not the only color that you see. Yeah, because and then, even, uh, like in certain scenes too, I was gonna yeah. say, like you said, it has like the like, I think like some of the go- zombies like have like green coming out of their mouth. I'm like, okay, yeah, <laughs> like, like they like look they're vomiting like a <laughs> rainbow. Uh huh. So. No, I understand that point as well, too. Anything else you got to say about it? Uh, characters, characters. Mm-hmm. So the main character is Akira, and then you have his friend, Ken. was it Kenjo? Mm-hmm, Kenjo. Kenjo, or, and then you have uh, 
I mean, unless you made it to where I'm at, you don't know her name. Um, but her name is going to be Shizuka. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, he calls her Miss Risk Analysis. Yeah, she is definitely Miss Risk Analysis. But uh, I think Kenjo and Akira are very much relatable. So obviously we went over uh, Akira, the main person, with him finding this glorious job that he ends up hating. He makes good money, but he hates it because he has no time to himself and they just treat him like a dog. Mm -hmm. and not a good dog either, a bad dog, very, very bad dog. And in Kenjo, with his job, um, he hates his job too. But he's he 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 uh fakes like he's living the most glamorous life ever so he mm -hmm. can feel better about himself. And then Shizuka hate matter of fact, all of them hated their jobs now that I think about it. I was gonna yeah, say Yeah, all of them hated their jobs. There all was of, nobody all of them there hated for different reasons though. Mm. Yeah. Shizuka hated her her job because she was trying to live up to her father's expectations and her father didn't allow her to do anything. Kenjo hated well, they, his job. What? They all were kind of doing for an expectation because they all had some, they all felt like they had to prove something to someone, right? So they all mm -hmm. got into their field based off of what they thought other people would think. And also to how other people saw them as. So it was like, for them, it was like, if I don't do this job, like, what is his name? Um, if he automatically didn't do his job, like, felt like he was in that field and stuff like that, he would felt like his friend, Kenji, would, he he looked up to him, so he felt like I'm supposed to do that same thing too. Like he always felt like maybe I was in like still in a child's place. Maybe I should start getting into the realization because my friend is getting females and getting all this money and traveling and stuff. But Kenji was doing everything because he felt like you know. He had to be that way because he he was expected to be that way. Like he mentioned, like he was picked on for wanting to do his dream and everything. And he was told that that wasn't something that you should do, right? Like he was always told not to do that. So he pushed it to the side. And the same thing as uh, um, Zuka, she also too felt like, like you said, her father had, you know, she expected that's what is meant for her to be. So I think with all of them, it's more of an expectation around the whole situation. Um, I just think they just expect it from different people is what's different. Mm. 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 I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> that's what makes it relatable because I feel like that's what in society now is what we do, right? 
I think we base our um, jobs and stuff based off what people think and then also to um, influence by family or just feeling like we can't do it. And so we have to feel like that's not like something that we can like expect it of us. We have to grow up or we have to only do this type of thing. But um I think mm. that's what makes it more interesting. But I want to hear your side of it. <laughs> well, I, I Kenjo, he was I believe he was a real estate agent because he was kind of fascinated with the possibility of making all that money, if I recall correctly, and living a glamorous life, which he didn't get the op- he didn't really get much of an opportunity to do that because kind of a tough gig. And then uh, Akira, why would why did Akira get into his job? Because Kenji. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. It wasn't because of that. I don't remember why he got into his job. Because remember, mm. Kenjo, Kenjo was trying, he, when, when Akita told him he got the job, remember Kenjo started telling him, he was like, oh yeah, I was getting girls and I'm flying and I'm doing this and I'm doing that because he was, he said he was jealous that he had that job. And he was trying to make it seem like, because uh, remember, every time they met up, uh, Akita would tell him like, uh, yeah, I hate my job and it's tough on me and I'm miserable. Then he'd be like, well, why don't you leave? And then you sit there and brag about his job. mm, mm, Anyway, we're we're, we're getting... I was going to say... This this portion is going on too long. um, 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 I don't know about... I don't know, but... Intro, outro. Intro, outro, interesting. Um, It wasn't something that I felt was memorable in the outro. Intro was pretty cool. I like the intro part, though. Intro, um, I like the animation that they did with the intro mm-hmm. um, because it was like still that vibrant color and you still got to kind of get introduced to like the new characters as like that episode, I guess, mm-hmm. or previous episode. So it's like if they're still alive, you still see like an image of them, but if they're gone, they disappear. So I, I appreciated mm-hmm. uh, that in the intro. Outro, yeah. Not, yeah, I like, I like the, uh, I do like, I like the animation scenes that they have for the intro and the outro. The outro song, mm-hmm. I don't remember, but the intro, intro, mm-hmm. I very distinctly remember that. I even remember the title of the intro is how much I remember it. It's called Song of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember any any other titles intro, but I, I very specifically remember that one. Yeah. But, um. A, a personal it. pet peeve of mine, though, is with the outro. Sometimes they blend the outro with like the last scene of the episode. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I, I, I don't really speak Japanese. So, what kills me is while you're watching the subtitles, what happens is the outro comes on and it, it merges, it blends the subtitles 
with the outro for the subtitles for what the people are saying. So you have three times as many words than you're supposed to be reading. You don't know what is actually being said at that part. And mm-hmm. it's not really like, it's not like you can really cancel that out. So I don't know if that's just like a Hulu problem or if that's like a worldwide problem with the subtitle scenario, but I find that extremely annoying. Personally, I would rather them just end the episode like they should end the episode and then go to the outro. But I've seen this on several different episodes where they blend the outro with the ending scene, and I just find that kind of annoying. Uh, it, 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 it happens a lot. It happens way too much. Like, that's yeah. something like that is usually for, I don't know, like the last episode of an anime, not for episodes five, six, seven, and eight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. basically, you're saying you don't care for, like, if, like, they ended on the scene, then all of a sudden, the outro music comes on, boom, 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 and then it's still going on in the background with them. Still talking and having a conversation about what just happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, I get it. Like I said, I didn't care for the outro regardless. Yeah, that that you know what you probably don't care for the outro because it kept doing that it keeps doing that crap. You don't need, you don't even know what the outro is saying. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably exactly what it is. But the outro song is called Happiness of the Dead. Just if anybody wanted to know. Oh. I looked it up. <laughs> Overall, overall, mm-hmm. I I love the show. I really do. Mm-hmm. I probably would give it a maybe. I probably give it a four because it has uh, light humor to it. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody in the show, whether it be they're in the show for one minute or a hundred minutes, everybody's extremely relatable. These are people's people. Mm-hmm. Like these are things that people I personally know and I, I I myself go through. So when you're watching the show, you're like, oh yeah, I can understand where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. So it makes, it, it kind of draws you into the show that much more. It makes you think like, if I was in a zombie apocalypse, I'll be like, I would, I, I like, if I'm in a zombie apocalypse, I want to do what this guy's doing. You know, like when I watch Walking Dead or I watch even Last of Us or Resident Evil, I'm not like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do what they're doing. I never, I'm like, oh no, 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 I never want to do what they're doing. But I watch Zom 100. I'm like, yeah, like this guy is living and experiencing life on the edge, knowing that he might die every day. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. you have uh, Shizuka. When they first meet, she's doing everything that she needs to do to survive. Mm-hmm. So I, I like the dynamic between the two, right? Shizuka is surviving, and then Akira is living, and that's a big difference. Surviving and living are two completely different things. Living is getting the best out of your day-to-day experience, and surviving is just just pushing on, hoping to make it. And I mm-hmm. love that about the show. I really do. And I think whoever, I, I think the creator hit that dead on the nose. I'm very passionate about this show. I can hear. 
<laughs> um, for me, it's a four point five only due to the fact of, like the twenty said, it's very learning. Like you can feel it within your own life. It's kind of like a lesson for yourself. It's like um, you, it's like a metaphor a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're automatically dealing with a job. Like if you're in a job that you really don't care for, and you're basically making it seem as though, you know you're dreading it you're becoming one of those zombies because technically that's what it is is that you become Mm -hmm. a zombie as well too but once you start realizing yourself and start making things the way that you want to have it if you understand the anime you realize the people who are zombies are the people who decided to only look at life a certain way and just survive yeah and everything well not necessarily survive i think just more of give up or just have this one mindset because I feel like you need to be able to learn to survive, but I think you also too need to have the balance of you also too need to live. Because I, because I don't I feel know if like, you caught it. What? Yeah, I know you, look, you said that. You, no, but if you look at Shizuka, right? She remember mm-hmm. she's just how, how far did you make it to the last episode? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, if you look at Shizuka, right? When yeah. she when she first meets Akira in the in the Kombini, it's convenience mm-hmm. store because I've been practicing Duolingo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, when she when he first meet her <laughs> when he first meets her, look how dead she looks, right? Like they're like her eyes are lackluster, like well, her mannerisms they're, well, they're not very out there. It, it, it she's just extremely. Which which uh, I. Con- I I wish I agree with you that yeah she she it was more she was stressed out because she was too focused on surviving but what I what I felt was in the anime was you need both you need to have the balance of wanting to live and also to want to survive because I do feel like as well as in uh, Akira he also mentioned and said that you know what no she is right I do kind of go carelessly I do need to have somewhat of, of of awareness and at the end just like he she realized for herself too is that she realized that you know what maybe it is okay to just lay back and sit back sometimes and just automatically go but, with, with a whim but I think you need a balance of both for so life in general I, what I think you're referring to is when he wanted to be a hero don't tell and them he, don't uh, no, tell. No, 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 no. Don't no. tell. So, so, when he wanted to be a hero, uh-huh. right? That's what you're referring to, right? No. Mm-mm. I'm saying after the math. I'm not saying. I'm not. T- I'm not saying. Uh, at that point, she was still on her. Like you're being reckless. But at the same time, I. I think I'm talking about when everything happened. Literally, the last episode when they all came to an understanding of each other was blah, 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 right? The last episode, they met the German girl, man. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Or I'll say the first part, the first uh, half, the, where, where is that? The last dub, the last dub episode. <laughs> oh, no, where, I've been watching subs. No, I've been watching sub too, but if you on Crunchyroll, See how I did that? Crunchyroll. Uh, <laughs> it goes only to uh, it's uh, 
the you only get dub all the way to I think episode twelve, and then the rest is sub. Episode twelve. Uh, episode twelve, not even out, homie. Hmm. It's only up to episode five. I mean, not five, eight, 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 eight. Last episode is and stuff like that. It's only well a minute, no, because I think I've been watching more than that. I might be getting Mm-mm. the Japanese version. So Japanese, uh, it, it only goes up to eight. Eight episode eight just dropped uh, September seventeenth. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I'm on this show. I'm on this show. Well, whatever goes up to so far for uh, uh. Did did you did you even meet the German girl? Yeah. Okay, all right. Just checking, just checking. Yeah, I watched all the way to it said you're finished. And Until it, it said you're finished. Oh, yeah. To it said that you can't go further. Like it, oh, it changed oh. my different anime after that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was episode. So episode six is what it is. My bad. Episode six is. The oh, last so you didn't meet the dub then. No, I'm saying no. I just went back on my Crunchyroll. I watched it all the way through. Okay. I, I'm okay. I'm saying the last sub. I'm looking at the list. <laughs> German girl, daddy though. Mm, we're not gonna get into that. <laughs> Watch the anime. We a two anime approved. Um, it's very easy to get into as well as um any other. Anime that we recommend. But other than that, that's the intro. I know that's the intro, but it is a good intro, though. If even if you don't want to watch the anime, just look at listen to the intro. It's really good. It is really good. Okay, okay, okay. One more thing. I don't know if you caught this. I do not know if you caught this. Mm-hmm. Netflix, what is wrong with you? But did you know that Netflix has a live film adaptation to, uh, or not not a live film, but a live action adaptation to Zom 100? Yeah, your silence says everything. I, you didn't know it, did you? I, I would say I didn't know, but I feel like I would, I think I would know which one. No, yeah, yeah. It, it it's out already and I think it's I think the season is done too, so actually I think I did because my sister it. watches it. I believe my sister watches it. Like, no joke. Like, cause she's into like that zombie movies on Netflix stuff. Mm-hmm. Like she's like watched all the ones, like the one in the apartment with those different levels and stuff like that. She had me mm. watch, but I want to say she said something about that. I just didn't. I was silent because I didn't catch it. But yep, it's definitely uh, uh, now you that guys go out there it, and I'm watch like, it for me because huh. I don't. I don't have Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, eh. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead, watch 
Anywho, we spent too much time on Zone 100 because Tony and his passionate ways with the anime. Um, I actually uh, had some things that I want to address. Um, we were supposed to be talking about Boulder's Gate 3. I actually bought it and I actually like it. Of so, course she likes it. Um, as y'all know and heard from the last time we spoke, I am a huge D and D. I like D and D. Um, I play D and D online. I would love to find like a D and D group here in Virginia that would. I'm I, I'm a hundred percent sure they're out there. I just have not went out my way to actually find somebody. Okay, I know I can find you. I just didn't bother to she just at this moment. Like yeah, I'm 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 clicking with my online click, you know? So uh so Boulder's Gate three, um if you don't know, it is a similarity to D and D, the over over table the tabletop game, um, without trying to be the tabletop game for, you know, license reasons. Um <laughs> um I originally started playing it maybe three or four days ago. Three or four days ago, and actually, yeah, three. Getting really into it three or four days ago, but played the first time last week. Mm-hmm. I realized how much it is like a mixture. Well, yep, Dungeon and Dragons, but it's like a mixture of Dragon Age and Sky put together. With D and D gameplay in mind, so anime the graphic wise reminds me of like when you're interacting and talking to people. It reminds me of Dragon Age, but when you're going around searching the village and stuff like that, you know, over you know moving around the movement, it's very much Skyrim. So you know how like with Skyrim, um, you can like. You have to click on a space to move and stuff like that. Or mm-hmm. if you ever played RuneScape, it's kind of like that. But you have the option to, like, of course, move around with the controller without having to tap on each spot. But the tap on each spot only, but it's like only works because when you go into battle, you actually go into like you get to pick the people and everything what i like about this game is that just like D, it make you have to be super strategic right everything has a cause and effect no matter what you do if you slip on some mud it causes an effect in certain situations where it's like oh you don't have good perception. Oh, you don't got good survival skills. So it's like everything evolves into points, right? In the storyline, what I like is that you pretty much go through every single story of what it is like to be like in a D&D campaign, right? You have like this mini intro and everything to, you know, get you into the, that scenery. And then it automatically drops you into, okay, 
Now, tell us about your character. Getting into character um, customization, I have a I have a love hate situation between it, right? Love hate, love hate, love hate, because they don't give you a lot of um, customization into your face or how your body looks, right? So mm. you get like these. Um, Templates, right? You get like maybe eight templates of faces, female faces, and they give you eighteen like male, like male faces, and you decide from there. Like you only get those eight. You choose the it face. Sounds that like you a want, lot to right? me. But you can't customize it to make it like your features. Like it's just whatever is you need to select. It's like these are your faces. You decide for the face. But so you're it's on like PC, I can, so you can mod that. Yeah, uh, yeah, but not everybody got no PC, so I'm just I'm, I'm letting everybody know. If you got PC, of course you got you can you can mod, but if you don't, this is what the situation is. So, but what I love about it is that it gives you multiple options on skins. It also too is in the terms of now where you don't have to be, uh, which I feel like in uh fantasy world i mean it's it's necessary um you can either be male female or non-binary or slash other but you can also too decide alien yeah it's like um because they just dropped that they have a new mod i think they dropped this like a couple days ago that on pc you have 54 more races to choose from which I like because I think right now it's only like a couple of them, but um, it's like maybe 10, 12, but now it's they added 54 more. So you have a more broadened um, choice of what race you want to be. I always go tiefling, if you know what a tiefling is, uh, it's like a demon, and I get horns and a tail. And then whatever special powers with that fire resistant, but literally everything that you decide to do with your character plays a part into the game. So if you get a character that, like, say for instance, I'm a tiefling. If I get a character and I decide it's going to be a rogue or whatever a thief, and it has like a criminal background, everywhere you go. You're gonna be a criminal, <laughs> mm. <laughs> or look that bad, right? Just like real life. Yeah. So understand that if you decide on creating a character, understand the concepts that come with your character, because it plays a huge part. Like it's huge. Um, storyline, like I said, is amazing. I don't want to. I can't really tell you the story because. Everything you decide within the story is your decision. Work. Yep. The only thing that I can really tell you is that you're going to be walking around with a mind player parasite in your head for a while. That's about it. Because you got captured by a mind flare. And then the rest of the story is up to you on where it goes from. Right now, um, I have... Um, 
all right uh if you want to watch me play it i do play it on twitch but um i'm trying to decide if i should play it on ours well, what's, your, what's your favorite feature about the game Favorite feature, um, the way that you fight. Um, I like the fact that um, I get to see all of my moves in front of my face. So it depends on how you, if you're on PC, they're all down at the bottom in the row. And if um, you're on PlayStation, you hit like LB and yada, 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 like left trigger. And it'll show you your um, moves. But it also too allows me to how to play D and D the overtop, over table, tabletop. I don't, why do I get confused when hmm. I say that? I know, right? Um, so not only does it like okay, unless you know you have one action, it tells you what is an action, what is a saving throw, what is a spell. You only have this amount of spell slots. So it's like it took the paper that you usually have when you in D and D, like up in front of you. So it's like, oh, I know what I can choose, and I don't have to go flipping through papers all the time, and doing it that way. Like I, like I understand, like D and D now has like you have an app and stuff that you can do that, but this kind of made it like it's in front of you it's and you see everything. Yeah. So I like that. So when fighting, I can see everything that I can do and how it can affect people and how long the range is as well. So it's like, I'm not with D&D, you kind of have to like, mm, is that five? Is that 30 feet? It's like, no, you don't have to do that with this game. It's like you understand it from that point. Now, they do have like three different levels and the tactic level, I would assume that's what they do. I haven't played it on tactic level because I kind of wanted to get like a jizz of what it was, but um, I would want to play the tactic level with like other people and see how that is because like I said, it's very strategic and like right now I can see all the players that I like because I play solo, I have like four, I'm a four man party, so I get to see everybody's stuff. But if I was playing with other people, I wouldn't be able to see, like, their moves or anything like that. So it would be, like, based off of understanding your team and just trusting your team will help you out, right? Uh, so I kind of, like, want to play the multiplayer with some people and just seeing how that goes and seeing how that um, affects the storyline as well. Because now you have to, like, agree on things and stuff like that and have a conversation. And if you get outvoted, outbidded, then it's like, all right, well, we got to go this route. Oh, look, we just got trapped in a dungeon. So when you, you play the game. It? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I give it a 8. 8.5. 8.5. 8.5. 8.5. Only because it. It literally feels like I'm playing D and I was literally I was playing that game yesterday, and I played for the stream. I played for an hour. For an hour, but I was so mad that I kept wanted to keep playing, but because I wanted to stream it, I'm like, literally not. I'm trying not to play. 
but I really wanted to keep going. But I wasn't gonna have like a five hour stream for people to watch. Like that's Not with that ODing. attitude. That's ODing. I'm sorry. Because it's like when it's a difference when you like stream, right? Because you gotta talk to people and you have to like be engaging and stuff like that. Where when you're playing by yourself, I, I could be silent and I'll just be like commentating to myself, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about that. I entertain myself. But streamers, like them having to like actually engage and like not be silent and stuff like that and it's like it's it's a lot harder and I feel like it's for being the introvert that I am I can't deal with all that energy that much so that's why I can only do an hour because if I keep going it's just gonna be silent and I won't focus on y'all messages or anything like that I'll literally just focusing on the game and I'll forget that I'm on stream. I don't know if you ever know when you stream or anything like that. I but definitely that's how I don't. I ignore them anyway because I'm playing the game. Well, well, y'all, y'all heard it first. If you ever Tony um stream, uh, he's not really gonna talk to you. <laughs> Especially if I'm losing. Mm. I mean, well, true, because I was I I was fumbling yesterday, but it's a fun game. I do recommend go get it if you can. Right now, um, it is fifty nine ninety nine. Oh, huh? seventy. That's if you want the deal the expansion. Really, I thought it was seventy. I saw it. I was looking at a PlayStation the other day. Oh, is it at seventy now? Oh, sorry. No, I think it's I been at seventy. Because it's a, uh, I think it's a my big points might have video. Well, um, actually, yeah, it might be seventy, but eighty if you want, because like ten dollars for the expansion. I just say if you're gonna go sixty, go eighty. That's with tax to uh get the expansion. It's like eighty two ninety nine. Yeah, sixty nine ninety nine. Base game. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. So any expansion get... is seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah, it's eighty two ninety nine with tax. With go tax. get it. Just go get it. It's actually pretty decent. It's really fun. Um, if you have people to do it with, I suggest that to make it even more fun. And more interesting. Um, solo is still fun and interesting, but I could see where it could be a multiplayer and it, people really get into it because, like I said, everything is a cause and effect. And also, too, there's no friendly fire. Like, if you hurt me, I'm hurt. It's literally like D&D. Like, if you decide to do, like, a thunder wave and I'm in that crossfire, I get damaged. And that is friendly also fire, then. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I meant that as in like you, you, st- you could hit me. <laughs> friendly, oh, friendly fire is not off. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, um, be weary of that if you do play with people. I mean, learn in solo, but if you play with multiple people, just know that uh, you are held accountable. Everybody can get it. 
Mm-hmm. Not only do the enemies get it, everybody get it. And it's the same way with them as well, too. The only thing that I had an issue with, there's only one mm-hmm. thing. Um, on PC version, there's still a little bit of glitchy um, on, like, I only had one glitch moment, and that was it. It was just one. Um, when uh, I'm not trying to tell y'all the story, but y'all y'all do y'all own missions. But on one part, I was fighting one of the a boss in the area, and um, the boss was supposed to drop something, but they didn't drop it. So I tell people if you do play this game, save like shit because it will literally start you over from your last save. And it could have been five areas away from you. And you have to do all that stuff over. So every time you have an important moment, just save it. Literally, quick save. It does have a quick save button. Just quick save it. Because you will, I promise you, you will be mad. Really mad. Because that happened to me. I ended up going to an area that I wasn't supposed to be in. I got murked. And ooh, had to start all the way over. I had to, it was literally after I finished one mission and I was on my way to another mission. And that mission was far as hell. And I had to go all the way back and interact with those same people over and over again just so I could have everything that I had got before. So please, I, I, I'm telling you, save everything. Every time you have an important moment, just save it. After every fight, save it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Save it, please. Just know you've been warned. But yeah, go get it. Um, we've been on this thing for a while, but I want one more conversation because Tony was supposed to tell us about how he felt about the, the new PS5 controller. Um, cordless, and the portable the oh yeah, the uh, the PlayStation. What is it? Portal. I think that's what it's called. PlayStation Portal. Okay. Well, since we probably talked you guys off, or you talked yeah. the air off for the past hour, yeah, and a half probably by now. I mean, keep it short, sweet. Mm-hmm. I think it's a cash grab. I don't think I it's think so great. Too. I don't think it's innovative because you have PlayStation remote on your phone, your laptop, your desktop, whatever top you have, you have it, right? Mm-hmm. And if you want to go and talk about, well, the phone, it, the connectivity is not that good. The connectivity on this thing is probably not going to be good either because you're probably more than likely going to have to be connected to a Wi-Fi source. And if that Wi-Fi source isn't good, then your connectivity is not going to be good because it's not like you can download games on it. It's actively a streaming device from what I've read on it. So, I mean, I personally, I play games on my phone and I just hook up a controller to it or, or mm, whatever. Mm. I just, or I just use the, the touchpad controls. But if I'm actually playing a game, I hook up a controller to my phone. And that's a lot, a lot cheaper than spending $200 on a backbone with a screen. It really is. It I I I'm just not loving this for Sony. If Sony wanted to do a, release a portable, they should have 
release like an actual like a PlayStation portable, like a maybe a new Vita or another PSP. But this mm-hmm. whole PlayStation Portal thing, this in my opinion, I don't think this is it. I don't I think this don't is think it. it is, you know? I don't think it's gonna sell well because they're 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 really, they're already selling to a market that already has this stuff. Yeah, that's like trying I to think... put out a uh, that's like trying to put out a PlayStation Four, a brand new PlayStation Four when you guys already have PlayStation Five out. Yeah, yeah that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I agree with you on that because I was talking to one of my um coworkers and everything, and we were talking about the PlayStation um five handheld. Because I'm trying to make a decision on either getting a Steam Deck or his opinion on PlayStation 5 handheld. And he was like, uh, go Steam Deck. Because Steam Deck is is a lot more for your buck, even though it's more expensive and everything. I Um, think you actually need a PlayStation 5 for the the portal. mm -hmm. Yeah. Because so it's streaming, was, it's streaming. It's that's yeah. that's all it is. It's a streaming device. So he was basically like, "You will do better with a Steam Deck, due to the fact of it's literally a computer in your hand. You can literally do everything that you would do on a computer with the Steam Deck." And he was like, "You will," and he was like, "You already use Steam the most now." So he was like. You'll find it better for you. He was like, but you have to realize don't go cheap on Steam Deck because if you go cheap on Steam Deck, it's more like for people who really don't use it um, or play PCs. And he was like, Mm -hmm. you actually do play PCs, so you need to go with the next level or higher. Um, So he convinced me to get a Steam Deck. But when I was looking at the PS5 handheld, I was like, it's not even all that exciting to actually look at in the first place no, or it's get that much ugly. hype. It just, yeah. like I said, it looks like a, a backbone hooked up to a phone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, also, too, it's like, you don't really see anything really bigging it up anyway, like advertisement or marketing. Like, I literally only heard from it from IG Network, IGN. And it's supposed to it's supposed to come out. What is it? Next month or November? November or December? One of them. Fall month. This year. Fall winter. Yeah, this year. And it's like, and also too, the price kind of made me like mm, two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars when the PlayStation is like three ninety nine. Yeah, it's for like disc list. Yeah. So it's like for me, it's like mm, the price ain't mathing, and mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense, and it's ugly. It's I would prefer them just work on yeah. a new Infamous instead. Yeah, or bring back the what the um Vista, like in a brand the new Vita. Way. Yeah, the Vita. My bad. Nah, 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 nah. I love the Vita, but it 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 it, it wasn't great. It was absolutely I'm, nothing I'm, to play on it. There was nothing to play on it, and everything that came new out. Improve. Mm-mm. Like Vita back. <laughs> no, <laughs> Call it Vegeta. If, if they bring one, <laughs> if they bring a system back, it needs to be PSP. 
PSP was. Oh, PSP, yeah, PSP. PSP was way, right. way better. Yeah, you're right. PSP. Capability, capability wise, like uh, output and like yeah, just aesthetics. I remember the Vita, PSP. but like, but but the actual usability. I they would just... go to the to the PSP because there's so much that I... you can do with it. Need to make a PSP Vita hybrid and just no. focus if no, they want to make no. a handheld. I'm just saying if they decide if they really really wanted to make a handheld, like they could have just brought it like that. Like I would have been like, oh okay, that's decent. But this I don't even feel like the need of being like okay. I'm like, all right, it is what it is, and everything. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but that's. I just wanted his opinion on it because he's been saying he wants to give his opinion, but won't wouldn't tell me until we got on the podcast. Um. So there you have it. It's a waste of time, waste of money. Should have been a lot better than what it was. There you go. But. Um, we're gonna end it because this is the probably the longest we ever been on. Our, no, I think um, last week was longer. Mm-mm, no, last minute and seven seconds. I mean, an hour and seven minutes and seven seconds. Hmm. This is the longest. This is the hmm, longest right? since we came. That is why this is the longest. This is the longest okay. since actually. No, it might be because even in our old episodes, I don't think we've been on that long. This long, I don't know. We gotta look back, but the last one. But we're only was making out. it longer right now. I know, right? But <laughs> thank y'all for always coming back to listen to us ramble and talk and just be ourselves. Um, we appreciate you all. Um, thanks for everyone who just started listening to us. We appreciate you. Welcome to the family. Um, also, too, thank you to our A1 since day ones. Your comments and uh, feedback have been very much appreciated. Um, continue sending us feedback, advice, mm-hmm. and everything. Again, we're still kind of new at this. It's the, it's the same thing as how we how I feel with streaming. It's like, I don't know how to interact that way. Um, Tony might be a little different than I am. He might be comfortable or not. But um, we still appreciate y'all for um, one. Very, very much. Yes, yes, yes. Anything you want to end it with, Tony? Um... Resident Evil 4 DLC. Oh, Lord. Here we go. We ain't supposed to be talking about nothing else. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Save it for the next. Save it. Save it. He was just talking about, we were just talking about something else. And he goes talking about some Resident Evil 4 DLC. Mm. What you had to say? I think it's a good price. $9.99 $9.99 for 20 gigs? Mm. It's amazing. Thank you, Capcom. Thank you. It should have been in the game from the jump, but... Mm-mm. 
I I I paid for it. It this that's they tricked you. That was the reasoning. They got you. Now hurry to just need to bring out Code Veronica now. Mm. Bring out Code Veronica. Bring Claire back. Okay, I'm done. As you heard, Cam Con. Um so uh that's 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 about it. That's it. That's the end of it. Please share. Follow. Subscribe if you want to subscribe. We're not really pressed on you subscribing. Maybe I'll be less nasally next episode. For real, for real. Um, follow us on every podcast um, listening platform um, possible. Thank y'all again. And until next time, my name is Queen. And I am always with the sickly Tony. And we're going to holler at y'all and everything. See ya.